Hey, Neil Brennan here. I, this is a podcast. Uh, I have a special on Netflix called Blocks. Uh, Jimmy Carr had the idea. Want to have your friends come on, tell you about their blocks, and by blocks I mean things that make them feel uh, lonely or that something's wrong with them. And you may notice um, that my hair is a little better than normal if you're watching on video, and that's because my guest's hair is a little better than normal as well. Always. My, my guest is uh, Hasan Minaj, everybody. Here he is. I knew you uh, by your maiden name, Hasan Minaj. <laughs> yeah, my rapper name. Yeah, you, I've known you, what do we got, 12? Probably 12, 12 years? years, yeah. Yeah, since I f- first moved to Los Angeles from San from- Francisco. From San Francisco. San Francisco. So you yeah. started in San Francisco. Sacramento, San Francisco. Sacramento, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you grew, you grew up, what, did you grow up I in Davis? I grew up in Davis, yeah. Right, all right, I know but you. But when, when I was coming up, the biggest comics were Arj Barker. Yeah. W. Kumail Bell. Yep. Ali Wong, Louis Katz, Moshe Kasher. Those were, Brent Weinbach. Those were like the yes. big San Francisco, and Sheng Wang. Those were like the big, big. Half of those Bay people Area share comics. one Verizon account, friends and family account. Ali was on there with Ali Shang Brand yes, and, and Moshe, Moshe had a friends and family hilarious. account until she they ago. may still have it. I don't want to yeah, blow yeah. their cover. All right, buddy. So you do shows similar. You're part of the emo comedy movement. Cry comedy movement. Yes. The uh-huh. traumedy movement, if you will. Yeah. Yours aren't really tr- traumedy, though. I mean, it was a whole one man show about a girl not going to prom with me. It's pretty insane. No, I know, but it's not. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's survivable. It's, now that I now that I'm 37 now, and I'm looking back on it, and I go, I, I, I mean, I was 30 when I was doing it, but I'm still like that's an yeah, insane so it's thing no for a 30 excuse. Year, yeah, it's still insane <laughs> for a 30 year old to do it. Like be hung up on yeah on some like oh my god this happened to me. But well, I mean we we live fine. It. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, mine was about my dad and depression. So yeah. I was only I was only 41. So isn't it crazy uh, that if you put anything into a elevator pitch it all sounds stupid yeah, yeah. my dad he died yeah but no, it's like I, that's yes. of course well, those are the building it, blocks of every yes. every ancient no, it, uh, totally story. agree the type of shows we do mm-hmm. somebody told me that it's an it's a 12-step program term which is oh you think you're terminally unique huh <laughs> and when i heard it, it was so devastating wow. like terminally unique uh it's so what an indictment of any memoir yeah is like and then uh-huh. it was like and i felt bad yeah, yeah, yeah um so while we don't all have cancer we don't all whatever like pain it's all relative right so maybe we have low tolerances for pain or it's just our only way to express ourselves like this is the channel through which we express well these very- is that how you do you feel that there are things in homecoming king and king jester that are that's yeah, the King Jester. That's a pretty good, in terms of like actual trauma. Sure. Maybe Stake getting poisoned by your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, getting poisoned by Saudi Arabia. Sure. Um, seems like I don't know. I'll give you that one. Yeah. My impetus for doing it, and we've talked a lot about this, uh, is I'm not. If I just do monologues, like about five subjects, right? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be like eighth. Mm-hmm. Of people that do that. Right. So why not do my own sort of unique thing yeah. and finish first? What was your... You're doing this. We've, we've talked about this before. You do this weird like product market fit where you're like, I have phenomenal product market fit in this vertical. So I'm going to go to this blue ocean strategy and not... Everybody's... Your bi- you didn't go to business school, but 
you did. Yeah, of. kind of. Yeah, sure. I have fr- a lot of friends that did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I don't even know what you just said. So if someone's coming up with a business, yeah. what, there's this thing called product market fit. You have an idea, but does that product meet the market demand? A, a, a very colloquial example of this is the way Al Gore was talking about the internet early. Right. He was early. He understood the product. The market did not understand. Right. That. So when he was in debates being like, and one day people will like yeah. buy stuff. People are like, shut the fuck up. What yeah. are you talking about? You're crazy. Yeah. Then there's certain comedians, artists that meet the, the moment. They're phenomenal product market fit. 50 cents, get rich or die trying was it hit at this moment of time where he was this amazing, amazing product market yeah. fit or Drake's kind of his version of cry hip hop. Drake is so phenomenal good culture, product market fit. It's yeah. breathtaking. Yes. They call him the Neil Brennan of hip hop. Yeah. Um, Daily Motion was before YouTube. It was the right product. Right. The, but they didn't um, have the right interface. Yeah. Internet speed was not at the. W- did, well, did how did you come that. to want to make the show the way you made it? The, the, obviously, yeah. Homecoming King being more clear narrative than, sure. than King's Chester. I think it was similar to what you're talking about, where it was uh, like, I have so many friends that are so good at setup punch. Right. Mark Norman's one of them. Shen yeah. Wang. Fahim is so good at yep. just premise then then punchline yeah and then i just naturally i was like what what do i naturally have a gift for i i kind of see things visually like i i, I love um pinterest boards and i love like right. um shot deck and stuff like that yep. which is a website for yep. um cinematography they um, use they use it used to be a free membership oh really yeah it was free that's for crazy. a year Really? Well, you had to apply and they give it to you for free. Now it's now I mean it's incredible. Apply. It's it ha- it's a thing called shot deck shotdeck.com and you can type in the uh exterior man yes. in rain and it will show you shots from movies of an exterior man in rain. It sounds it, like AI, but yeah, they take it from it, existing movies. Or you could be you could type in your favorite cinematographer, let's say Marcel Rev, let's say yep. you love Euphoria, and it will just populate it then you can add more to the query and be like marcel rev red lighting or green lighting and then it'll just put all of his like greenish hueish shots and you're it's incredible so i was a kid i grew up i loved slam magazine we didn't have cable in our house so i just kind of really loved um visuals i just loved like the slam of the, the the like the slam of the month which was like a dunk of the month and like the way they had shoes and i kind of saw like kerning font i just see things visually um so then i started doing this version of the moth meets these kind of I, well I just, that's the moth. i call it i call yeah. it powerpoint comedy yeah my, my style of it was yeah. just like i mean that's a very reductive way of putting it but you tell stories and then you have evidence yeah and the thing i was kind of trying to chase was and i'm sure you know you know this because you've you've been in so many writers rooms comedians and writers are so funny via text like our i messages are fucking incredible yeah and the gap you're always trying to traverse is how can i be as funny and as insane as i am on iMessage as i am on stage and the closest version of that was as i was workshopping the show of, of telling these crazy stories that i would tell my friends through text or over the phone was that and it had this feeling of like but then this happened no it didn't no i'm telling you it happened right then this happened no no no. look at what she texted me yeah how do i how do i transpose that feeling onto yeah into the visual medium so that's where then i started reaching out to mark janowitz who's this amazing lighting and stage and um 
kind of LED designer who came from the music space. And I just got more interested in, all right, how can I do this mixed media thing that captures what's going right. on inside of my mind? So it wasn't like an emo. It, mine was more emo, but also the moth. I mean, the cool thing about the moth is yeah. like, it's a storytelling yeah. podcast. Um, but you, it's funny sometimes. Yeah. And there's um, people that are very and, talented. Yeah. Show. There's like people that are really, so, so. It can be funny and then it can be touching or profound yeah. or whatever. And probably some of the best people that have done it. Um, David Sedaris. Did Mike has Berbiglia. Sedaris done it? Yeah. Oh. Berbiglia, obviously. Well, not This American Life. Have they done oh, the Oh, that's interesting. This, yeah, you're they've right. They've done This American Life. This American Life. Sorry, yeah, I'm like, I'm like mixing is, the two. Yeah. yeah. Berbiglia. Yeah. I mean, that I once I saw Berbiglia's got a special called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, which is excellent. Uh, it's the one that made me do three mic. Like, do oh, know, okay. Do you know the comedian Paul Provenza? Yeah. So Paul... I'm not super close to Paul, but I loved, he had this show on Showtime, The Green yeah. Room, right? But one time I was hanging out with some comics and he he was talking, um, but he directed some one-man shows. He directed Kumail's one-man show years ago when Kumail was in Chicago. But he, he talked about what was really cool. He talked about comedy almost being like these dials. And he's like, and, and you have so much more experience than I do, but probably you, Ian Edwards, guys that I know that have seen, I call them the parlor tricks. You've seen right. every parlor trick yeah, yeah, yeah. stand up. But he was telling me, he's like, think of it like if there's 10 knobs, comedy has like three knobs. There is a voice. So like Chappelle has one of the greatest voices. Yeah. Chris Rock is one of the yep. greatest voices. Cat Williams, amazing voice. Ellen, Jerry. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a knob. Yep. Then it's like the actual structure of the jokes, like the setup punch, the Jesselnik, right. of the setup of the joke. Right. That's like one of the knobs. Then there's compelling storytelling which Chappelle does brilliantly in his specials right he kind of will weave these stories and have yeah. callbacks and all that stuff but he goes the longer you do comedy you can kind of see there's four knobs and that's it but what makes film the highest there's four now there were three let's say three okay, or whatever right. I'm, I'm, I'm being arbitrary yeah yeah, yeah. let's say <laughs> I'm five like, wait, did I miss a knob let's say five yeah yeah a fine a very finite number yeah. but you can kind of see the longer you do stand up yeah. you can kind of see all the moves granted you can do each of those knobs at a very high level too like a you, you know a michelin star level but there's still five knobs then take film and cinema or the stage then you have art art design right. stage design lighting that you've added more yeah cinematography lens choice editing style if you actually when you look at like probabilities the number of variables you're now dealing with is exponentially yeah. larger which is why you know this is a director directing movies is so fucking hard because there's literally 25 variables yeah. that can be modulated to different degrees and to get that all to be tonally consistent is very difficult well the thing that while we're talking about this the thing that judd apatow and mckay do, adam mckay do is um they'll do most scenes like four different ways wow four different tonal yeah. ways but by the way the fact that i i, I was telling prashant this too the fact that any of my comedy contemporaries or colleagues have a single classic that they've directed underneath their belt is a modern miracle because of the series of variables you've had to you had to have on the board for Chappelle show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Modern miracle. Yeah. No disrespect to stand up or comedy as an art form, um, but there are less knobs to hit to yeah. get a classic or great out. Yeah. Not to say that's not no, difficult, I agree. but um, well, they're also like this it's like if you can take a feeling and then know how to do it like know how to communicate it via video that's that's it 
Yes. Like if you can take a feeling or a or like a fucking frequency or like a vibration, you can be like, no, I think. And I, we didn't have a ton of experience with digital pleasure. We had half baked, which was a which was a botched version, but of totally a consistent. Actually, rewatch. I agree. It, uh, there is the, for yes. what it is, but from yes, minute zero to yes, and but there's about twelve minutes in it. There you go. Oh, these guys did Chappelle show. Yeah, yes. That I could tell you like Vacchiotomy, this. Vacchiotomy. That, that scene, uh-huh. the eight dollar date. There's like okay, these guys are good. So whatever. Yeah. So anyways, um, the, and then the thing that I loved about it was if I those other knobs exist in my mind. So if I can put those there. Yeah it would evoke, I would feel more self-actualized on stage. I think a lot of people don't in care audience. in the audience. Yeah. It's, oh, really? It, I think oh, yeah. we flatter ourselves that people care about, I think they just care about the jokes. I, I, really? I, I Unfortunately, it's like, I, huh. I don't know. There, don't is know. A, there is an element of yeah. it that like people, when people go like, I love the thing, whatever, it, Mike is sure. Mike's or blocks or years. Yeah. Kingchester or Homecoming King. Um some of it is the the overall, the totality, like the mass emotion and feeling and vibe of the thing, right? Yeah. But the portable thing, the joke is portable. Yeah. That's like what Chris revolutionized to me. It's like made you could do like a quotable book of like one right. you know what i mean right of whether it's one-liners or just ideas right. or so i but i so i think like the quotability part like no one ever said when people go who's directing your special and i go who directed live on the sunset strip you know the 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 Rich yeah I, I see what you're saying like it yeah. kind of like but i remember jokes from it right i mean bo burnham has a funny observation which is in a stand-up special, your shirt is 40% of the production design. That's hilarious. Which is like, he's absolutely right. Yeah. All right, let's let's do some blocks real quick. Sure. The This is a big one. You're, you're all in your feelings. You're... So you say that... Yeah. It sounds negative. Yes. Why, in what way is it negative? So I would say I think one of my biggest blocks is I'm, I'm all up in my feelings, meaning like... Like you're a baby. Minor, minor inconveniences or slights will hurt me a lot. I'll be like, <laughs> give me, give me, embarrass yourself. Okay, so I'll give you one. Yep. Sometimes I might be too afraid to text you because I go, if he doesn't text back, you couldn't take it. It would open up all these other doors of possibilities in my head of like, maybe he's mad at me. Maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe he thinks I'm annoying. You ever hear my song, Nobody's Mad at You? It's yes, one of the on most Instagram. popular yeah, yeah. things I've ever posted <laughs> yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's mad at you. Nobody's mad at you. You're having a private experience. Nobody's mad at you. Nobody's mad at you. Nobody really gives a fuck. But that's based on thinking everyone's mad at you all the time and you're that important so yeah i'm using this it's, as a it it is the terminally unique thing it is yeah. like my mind confidence my my struggle right but you think it's about ego you think it's about sensitivity you think it's about having thin skin what do you think the basis of it i is? think the saddest part is i couldn't handle it i couldn't handle that level of uh rejection it would be crushing i think even even early on when i first moved to new york I didn't want to go to the table where everyone was passed 
At the cellar? At the cellar, because God forbid, if there was a comedian that I like really respected that shat on me, it would just be, it would be crushing. So it was one of those things where I waited a long time. And funny enough, Colin, Colin was so nice to me for a long time. Colin Quinn, yeah. And we were sharing the Cherry Lane together. And it wasn't until after I finished the run at Cherry Lane that I asked him, I go, well, would you vouch for me with Esty? Mm -hmm. And I remember him being like, you idiot. Why didn't, why didn't you ask me earlier? And I'm like, I, I just want somebody to shit on me. <laughs> Uh, it's here's why. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. I talk to you for a second? Had you shat on me, I would have well been crushed. No, nah, but I yeah, okay, but here's the <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? This is like of course so ridiculous. Such of an idiotic course. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Uh-huh. Part of aging yeah. is getting better at managing your probable emotions. So I Keenan Thompson did this yesterday with me. There's something I want to talk to him about. Okay. That I was going to text him. Now, by the way, he mentioned similar thing. He gets excited when I text, but then he's afraid he's going to say something stupid. I like yeah. it's like fellas it's, it's it, I'm real regular. Uh-huh. Um, but but that so, reality is true. I know how I, I have funny people and that cutting, I will and cutty not, we can be. Of course. Yeah. There are people that I will not text uh -huh. for probability that they will not text me back. Wow. I'll even when someone like has a hot moment in showbiz, yeah. I'll give it two months so that I don't get caught up in the swell of like them just like, oh, what's up? No, 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 hold on. Like that. Yeah. That. So with Keenan. I decided not to call him to talk about the thing we need that I want to talk to him about because right. I was sort of obsessed with it for 12 hours. Yeah. The obsession passed. Yeah. And now I don't want to reopen it because it's not going to make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so there's, here's another anecdote that Seth Meyers told me one time. There was, somebody was hosting SNL. And like, I have a, a non-showbiz one for people. Great. That, yeah, that way. I'm going to cut it. <laughs> um, go ahead and tell about your aunt. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, Seth, My Seth Meyers told me that one time somebody was hosting Saturday Live. I won't say who. Okay. A fucking killer comedy actor. A yeah. killer. A killer's 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 killer's. Yeah. Like top five. Okay. And Seth wrote a sketch with an Australian accent. Uh-huh. And the person goes, I don't do an Australian accent. And Seth was like, you're you. You've like done sketch shows. Yeah. Like, do one Australian accent. He's yeah. like, no, I've, trust me, I've tried it. It's not good. And in some, and Seth was like, oh, that's how people manage their career is you go, what am I good at? Let me just kind of do that. Right. But you're smart to manage your emotion. There's a maturity to it. Knowing you're a baby. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a level of maturity that I actually think it's going to send me into a spiral. Why yes. would you do this to yourself? Why do it to yourself? I think that's probably why I don't go to many live music concerts. I don't go to nightclubs. Okay. Because I don't want anyone to look at me and push me. Oh, wow. I don't want to get pushed. <laughs> right. Right. I don't right. want to get shoved. I don't want to get have to, and have to go through that reality. Yeah, of like, I don't want to get do? belittled. Yeah. I don't want to get like who, uh -huh. and then I got to text somebody. Right, like someone goes, "Are you going to All Star this week or this year?" I was yeah. like, 
the NBA All-Star game, right. I can think of nothing worse uh-huh. in terms of what I'm talking about in terms right, of like, right, right. Show calling up to the like, door. I'm Who outside. Are you? Yeah. Hey, no, yeah, come yeah. out. I'm to the right. Like, yeah. yeah. Nope. Is so, that a bad thing? What? I think what you're exhibiting is a sign of self-respect, but you're also closing down possibility. I'll give you an anecdote about just a great. everyday thing. A civilian. Yeah. <laughs> a normie. A normie who's doing great. So there's this kid I grew up with who's wildly financially successful. He was one of the smartest kids I went to high school with. Anyways, we got to catching up. So I knew him when I, we were 15, 16 years old. I'm 37 now, just to give you amount, the amount of time yeah. that has uh, passed. His name's Nikhil. I, I've told him this on the phone, and it's, I think he'll be fine with me saying this. He ended up being in town where we live now, um, and he texts me, hey, I'm, in, I'm, I'm around. And I had in this Connecticut. Thing, um, yeah, I'm in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm actually visiting... Uh, somebody nearby and I think you live on that road he said he saw you so is this true and I'm like come by he's with this person that he's dating and I tell uh, I'm like smiling like a dork and she's like why are you smiling over over Nikhil and I go he was the coolest person I went to high school yeah and one of the smartest people I ever met in my life went to Stanford then got into investment banking and just works in venture capital is killing it and I remember telling him I go Nick I remember you called me when we were 15 and you were like Huss and I have a proposition for you. There is the Princeton Review PSAT class right now. If you do it with me right now, I mean, we could get ahead on the SAT. And I didn't. I didn't take him up on that proposition. I think I did basketball camp instead. And I was like, Nick, I've seen you and what you became. And I cannot tell you how much I regret not doing that class with sure. you. Because I could have been you. At least that's what I think in my mind. I'm right. like, oh, that's where like my academic career just kind of Sliding doors. In. Yeah. The, the sliding, do- sliding doors. A movie yeah. from the 90s. Good premise. Uh-huh not not great not it's just kind of boring but it's like Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't get on a subway she like rushes and gets on and they show one version of her life and then waits oh got it and then they see the other version is like butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher same idea yeah so then I go at the end of the story I go and I feel like if I had just said yes I could have ended up like you and everything would have worked out and he looked at me both him and his girlfriend looked at me like are you at are you fucking insane He's rich, this guy? Yeah, but like, right. what? What? Yeah. But it was this like sincere thing of like, I feel like you just- Did you, I, you weren't doing it to be cute? I wasn't doing it to be cute. I mean, I mean this sincerely, yeah. So you'd rather be him than you? Um, the delta of his life between 15 to I'd say 30, yes. The past seven years of my life have been pretty awesome. But yes, but yes. Well, again- And I- also, and also, he was like, are you insane? And I was like, the game that you're playing also is very cool to me. I don't know if you felt this before, just as a comic. Um, there's part of me that sometimes I'm like, it's, it's the reason why I told you I didn't want to do the podcast is, do you ever have these moments when you're on stage and you're like, this is so stupid that I'm playing this game. Every, my inherent value in this game that I'm playing, like stand-up comedy show business, is entirely based upon whether you guys like me or not. What an insane torturing thing to do to yourself oh it's what, a what, horrible what, what way a to make a shit insane thing Hor- maybe the worst possible way yeah uh yeah off a, off a thing you don't even know if you're gonna be able to do in the future correct and every minor slight that happens to you that could be in your control or out of your control yes. i don't like his voice i don't like his yep. nose i don't like the fact that he buttons his shirts up yep. all the way up his hair it, the yep. expressions he makes he doesn't smile enough yep all of these things never been said yeah about yeah yeah, like shape 
the amount of tickets you sell at the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah. So I'm like, I chose to play the most idiotic game. And I'm kind of at the half halftime point of my life. Conversely, the skill set you have built over the past 20 years, you kind of get richer. It's it's entirely based on like just your mind. Yes, likability is a part of it. You're in yeah. corporate America. Well, that's but, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Not so much. It's a lot it I would argue well, tall people make a million dollars more in a lifetime than short people. Right. Like those dumb yeah. intangibles yeah. apply to everyone. But I was super vulnerable and I was like, I wish I could be you. And oh, both the of them looked at me like I was an idiot. I don't like, like I, when I text you, I worry about the, getting a response. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I worry about everyone respond. I worry about oh, that's everyone. That's everyone. Yeah. But I don't, okay. it is partially because you're popular. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because it's the not just like because the thing that you're talking about in yeah. showbiz rejection it's all potentially a harbinger of something, right. some greater Yeah, and is this a reflection of if thing? I'm not enough? If you don't text me back, what am I? I mean, I, it's a sad thing to I? say, yeah, but yeah, I can yeah, always yeah, tell yeah. how well I'm doing in my career by the amount of phonies that want to text me or talk wow. to me. Right. The amount of like, oh, this person's a bad person. Isn't it kind of crazy that even the, the older we get, I thought, High school ended at high school, but the world is just high school. It just began, my friend. It's just begun. Like it's all still. Yeah, high there's school. an old Martin yeah. Mall said show business is high school with bread. <laughs> and I don't know if he meant bread money or actual. I don't know. He said uh -huh. it in the 70s, so it could have been uh -huh. like bread, man. Yeah. Or it could have been actual starch. Uh -huh. This spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook this spring? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat it up and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. That's an order. With 34-plus chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Head to factormeals.com slash neil50 and use neil50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code neil 50 factormeals.com slash neil 50 Oh, for 50% off your first bucks. Hey, you know how buying tickets is kind of a nightmare and it's stressful and you kind of feel like you're getting ripped off all the time? The secondhand ticket market is terrifying. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. I saw a woman... She plays a uh, piano and it's so fast, it's like a hummingbird. You her, you can't see her hands move it. And uh, she's good looking. And I Googled her and she was doing a show at the LA Philharmonic. Her name's Yuja Wang. So I went on game time. I made it happen. I got tickets. I went by myself. I'm an adult man. You do stuff by yourself and you don't complain. You don't feel bad about it. Like right now in LA... Clippers are still in the playoffs. Lakers are still in the playoffs. 
I think the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs for a bit. Clippers, not so sure. And uh, Dodgers just started playing summer concerts coming up. Of course, Taylor Swift. So there's a lot of opportunities to to enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself by yourself. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code B L O C K S for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem B L O C K S for twenty dollars off blocks. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. But there's been good moments, too, where I told a girl that I had a huge crush on in the eighth grade. Funny enough, we got in touch. And I remember there's was, there was a big thing called Picnic Day, which, like, they let class out that day. And you get to, like, play in, like, the yard or whatever. And I remember we were super close. And she kicked me. She straight up just, like, kicked me in the shins. We were just, like, talking about something. I was trying to be funny or something. And she kicked me in the shins. And I thought she hated me. And years later, we got in touch or whatever, and we were talking. And I remember I just brought it up. I was like, hey, did you, did you hate me when you kicked me at picnic day in front of everybody? Because I, 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 it made me feel a certain way. Yeah. And then we stopped hanging out as much. But I really, I kind of liked you. Yeah. And she was like, I liked you. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Well, like, yeah. We, like, there was a vibe. Oh, dude. And then that opened up this whole door of regret. I'm like, this would have changed ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. And, and then I was actually kind of glad that I said it because then we both affirmed what I kind of felt. And that was, that was an example of like, hey, being vulnerable and just saying it was. Yeah. I, well, I think there's a lot, not much risk there. I mean, right. I, the, the thing I, I want to say on the flip side of this is yeah. like, and I risk things right. all the time. No. Six weeks ago. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds DMs me. Okay. About a joke. Amazing. Right? This is amazing. And I go, and I'm like, fuck, do I try to get him on the podcast? Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Hey, man, I'm going to ruin this right now. Okay. And you will you do the podcast? I have this podcast. Yeah. I blocks, send him a link to the Letterman. Yeah. yeah. I sent him a link to the Letterman episode. Yeah. Left on red. <laughs> oh, no. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? But you had to shoot the shot. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to not ask him. Right. In case he's like, of course I'll do it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Then did you start going down the rabbit hole of strategy? Should we have texted back and forth a little bit? maybe met each other once or twice and then asked but then you're like the window's gone i do that too by the way i where think I'm like, uh, oh, i start playing i, I didn't want to not it was worth the getting rejected yeah it's a weird way to like stay humble you know gotcha. what i mean who do you have a direct kinship with friendship with that you can really tell them who it like what it is like so i have i have this love and hatred for ronnie chang uh-huh so if he doesn't text don't me back all. don't go ahead all. but i will fucking go off on ronnie I cannot stand it. And I will, I will, I will go in all caps. I go, what the fuck, Ronnie? Like I will literally and go. Do you in. mean it? I mean it sincerely. On some in, it's on some weird tribal shit where I'm like, don't fucking pull this comedy store bullshit with me. Me and you were not like the others. We are ethically and culturally aligned. Don't pull this. I I I know what your mother's okay. kitchen smells like. Do not tell, do not pull this fucking Hollywood nonsense with me. And he'll be like, dude, you're emotionally failing. I go, shut the fuck up. Our wives are the same. Our wedding was the same. 
don't pull this fucking nonsense with yeah. me. Don't pull this Variety.com, yeah. Hollywood Reporter, Deadline.com article bullshit with me. You know, I have with this CAA. so often. You better cut the fucking horseshit with me, Ronnie. I couldn't even... I have this so often, I don't even know who to pick. But this is purely tribal. This is off some... Is it This is off on some, some... On some Planet of the Apes, we're not like the others type shit. Where I go, don't pull this nonsense. I again, he makes me so mad. I would start yelling at him in Hindi if he could understand. Categorically, he'd understand it if you really, <laughs> if you leaned into it. And this is wrong. Like this is absolutely wrong. What I'm doing. Um, but categorically, there are so many of these. I have so many problems with so many people. Uh huh. I don't even know who to give me a category. Got it. Like I. <laughs> like musician uh -huh. comedian uh -huh. like it's like uh -huh. so many i'm so sensitive to status yeah and like protecting myself and like hey we're or like we started together i've right. helped you yeah yeah uh, so there are i don't even want to say the amount of like Got it's it. embarrassing i wanted to close the loop on so i was thinking i was like all I'm all up in my feelings. But then I realized something. Actually, as a society, we, in, in I would say modern American digital society, we are all up in our feelings. And the tell for me is if you go to the NewYorkTimes.com trending articles, mm -hmm. out of the five trending articles, three of them will be opinion articles. Like that makes the New York Times. Yeah. So one of the most trending articles right now is millennials are hitting middle age and things did not work out the way we wanted them to. Hey, will you send me that? 1,600 comments, okay? Yeah. Four articles later, this is like in position four or five, is like the war in Ukraine, Syria, like the, the fight for 15, like real populist issues. So what's funny is when we do media critique and analysis, they're always like, why do these politicians lean into culture war issues? Why shouldn't they, they should be leaning into like populist economic things, unions, uh, the fight for 15, um, Medicare for all. Right. The New York times.com, the coastal dry. liberal elite, yeah. the hoity toity New Yorker reading. I watch everything that a 24 makes coastal elites that define this. They're up in their feelings. In addition to that, like the, the Republican party, fights on culture war issues. The Democratic Party does it on culture war issues. So if you really think about it, they know we're in our feelings. And they're more likely to get a rise out of us vis-a-vis -vis our feelings well, that's than what, actual right. facts. Well, that's Facebook meets made its money off yeah. anger. But I thought we were smarter than that. And I just realized- we're, we're not We're not smart. And even the, 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 the key crit critique people, like the head of the New Yorker, the editor-in-chief of- every major kind of elite institution, when they're interviewed, they harbor in culture war issues. Feel, feel Because anything else is just dry. Like I don't, it's all, even cancel culture, any of this shit I is just- I thought our bank accounts it's mattered all just, more than anything. I thought if you actually talk about issues that affect the price of eggs, milk, gas prices, employment numbers, savings, retirement, nope. pension, medical bills, college. No, I mean those should the, they, be the nine most trending that topics. They incite fear, yeah, but or they inspire fear. But those are realer to me than the article that was. I'm not kidding. Was trending about 
the Little Mermaid being black. And I'm like, I cannot believe how stupid we are. Well, the, there's how two, I think there's another thing at play that you you're ignoring, which is so, the social media algorithm. E part of it? Well, no, but people's ego is more like, yeah, but my take is more important. My like an example. Wait, help me. I'm not understanding. I'm not following. I, I'll, 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 I'll show it to you. And yeah, it's yeah. it's not it's yeah. not a normie. I was doing a comedy show the day after the Oscars when uh, Will Smith slapped sure. Chris. Yes. And a woman's like, you know what I think happened? I think Chris knew about it. And, did it. and I go, no, I talked to him today. <laughs> well, no, I think. And I go, lady, I spoke to him yeah. today. Uh -huh. She didn't care. Got it. It was more important that her opinion of it. Right was the like it doesn't matter what happened it it's what i think happened is more important than what happened how i feel about what happened is more important than what happened but wouldn't her and again help me like help sure. me break this down if you were like instead of calling her lady be like ma'am no what are you <laughs> by the way she was in her 20s uh -huh. it was fun to call you her, her lady, lady. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny fine if she was in her 20s to be like how much student debt do you have and, and what is your current salary vis-a-vis -vis that debt? Oh, you went to Brown. Okay. So you're a quarter million dollars in debt. Your current salary is 55K. After FICA, probably 30-something. How are you going to 8X that and buy a house and pay for People don't want to think about that. I mean, again, I mean, that now, is, now you're talking about That is the realist thing. Yeah. That is, that is realer than anything we're talking about. It's we're going to be no arguing about trans issues as the giant tidal wave from climate change engulfs us right literally going like no you know because they're just dumb yeah petty nitpicky arguments do you think and they and they're tied to ego and all kinds of stuff. do you think our obsession with the weaponization of language is has always been there or is this a modern distraction it's a modern distraction got it the social media changed the earth social media i'm old I remember life before anything that's good about me is from before right. the smartphone. Anything that's good about me. Gotcha. Any I used to I, my vocabulary is all from books. It's not none of it's from social media. Right. No, it hasn't made me better I don't think in any ways. But I'm also addicted to it. So it's all social media Got and it. all smartphones. So that would be my So would it be my assessment then of me feeling bad that I'm like, dude, you're all up in your feelings. Fucking get over yourself. And there's a little bit of immigrant uncle in that of like, bro, you're not number one on the call sheet. Like that is one thing yes. that I do think immigrants bring to the table. Like, hey, hey, hey you're not number reality. one. On yeah, yes. wake the, a what sense the of being fuck just are you like talking a little, about? A little, a small fry. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit of understand your place on the call sheet and that it's not all about you. And to, and to entertain these things as if, you are always number one on the call sheet. Not only is detrimental to society, but it's driving you crazy too. So can you please stop yeah. it? Well, I mean, yeah. that's what people like about kids, right? Is yeah. that you can't, you don't really care work. about yourself that yeah. much. Yeah. The thing I will say about feelings, no feelings, no meaning right. in relationships. If I don't care if you don't text me back, it's like there's no relationship. Right. So I think Pure it's a stoicism good, is also bad too, right? Yeah, I yeah. think it's a good sign that I'm pissed at someone for not texting me back. Or it's a good sign that you are afraid I won't text you back or you won't text me back. Like, 
that has more to do with like status and shit. Yeah. But if my friend doesn't text me, like my friend doesn't text me back, that's I'm gonna be. If Ronnie doesn't text you back, it has very little to do with your careers. Very little. And if it is, it's like who's which one of us is doing better? It's pretty. It's a pretty tight race. Like you can't even say I'm doing like. But that speaks to a level of care, which I think is the point of life. Correct. So, like, I think certain feelings are worth being pursuing. You just have to have the self-awareness to know why you're pursuing. Yeah. So if it's a thing for status, no. But if it's a thing of like, no, 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 I mean this sincerely, like um, show business is a very lonely place. Yes. And I feel a kinship with you through our ethical, cultural and moral compass. So why the fuck aren't you texting yeah, me Yeah, like, or I had it with somebody and we had a very constructive talk about our relationship. I literally said like, is this, are we friends or is this all transactional? Whoa. And he wrote back like, I love you and I just assume you're, you have, in my head, you have so many friends. I was like, I don't have, I have like or like you know what i mean like right. i don't it's ryan reynolds my only friend <laughs> um all right that was feel that was a block called feelings that was a good one today's episode is sponsored by paypal honey the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer have you been feeling the impact of inflation homie what's the craziest price hike you've noticed eggs gas what was it answer me honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It's like as painless as possible. You just go on the thing, the window will pop up, you hit search, and it'll like, and then it'll give you a code, it'll put the code in, and you will legitimately save money. Like, I'm not not kidding. Just bought some socks. That's all I'm going to say. And I save money. And I can say where? I'm not going to say how, but I save money. I'm How? I am going to say how. It's, it was with honey. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. No small thing. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash N-E-A-L. That's joinhoney.com slash N-E-A-L. Go and do it. Gentlemen, if you didn't already know, it's tax season here in the United States, and you know what that means. It means that Manscaped, you're sitting to make sure your paperwork is done and your boys downstairs are having fun. Make sure you spend your tax return money on the important things this year, like family, friends, and ball deodorant. Join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code N-E-A-L. All right. So they sent me this thing, right? And I'm weirdly very into razors. I have stubble because I have a weak uh, jaw. So I have to grow stubble to seem like uh, more dimensional as a man. And so when I got the Manscaped, I was like, open but when i saw it it was like very exciting they sent me three different ones they sent me a big one a medium one and a small one and i've used all of them and it's the maybe the greatest 
gift to sponsors ever since. Their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit is the head honcho, containing nine products and wet goods. This is everything you need to craft your signature look. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEAL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code NEAL at manscaped.com. Don't just get your money back this year. Get your swagger back too with Manscaped. Man, I shave with it. All right, you have ADHD. Yes. When were you diagnosed? I've never it, been diagnosed. I'm, I'm self-diagnosed. Oh. Yeah. Should I uh, do it? No, I don't think you should self-diagnose. Really? Because I think it's a thing. Okay, here's this is very interesting. Okay. Why is self-diagnosing bad? Because everyone does it now. Like, I'm so ADHD. I, it's I have a bunch of jokes about trauma. It's like, y- you don't even know what it is. You're just inconvenienced. You go, oh, it's so traumatic. No. Some trauma is legitimate right. and some is just some, for lack of a better term, some white girl shit, right? That's amazing. There's no white girls here, thank uh-huh. God. Uh, but you know what I mean? Have like, you classified that? That's I so mean, great. that's, that's basically like what it is. It's just like run. trauma. That uh-huh. it's that's So uh-huh. I don't want you to have like ADHD. Right. Here's the story I was going to tell. Okay. So I don't know if this probably doesn't happen to you, but whenever I release a special... A lot of psychiatrists and psychologists will DM me. You've told me about this. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you'll get insane. DMs. One of them was like, "Hey, I, I, you might be on the spectrum." After blocks, he had me on his podcast. <laughs> uh, Scott Barry Kaufman is his name. He had me on his podcast. We talked about being on the spectrum, and then he does a test on the air for. And I toward the end, I go, "This is for covert narcissism, isn't it?" And he's like, "Sure is." so like last week i've started taking the spectrum tests okay and i said to the woman so you have to answer questions honestly and i go it's hard not to lie because i know what the autism answer is and oh because you've read so much about i just know enough like it like are you sensitive to fabric you know what's so funny i'm not sensitive to fabric so Uh but if i wanted to seem autistic i would say i'm super sensitive right wool makes me burlap and fuck this is how you get the weed card you're like i know what to say precisely so i said to her who lies and who doesn't and she said when young teenage boys take the autism test they don't want to have autism when young, especially white teenage and young early 20s, young white women take it, they want to have autism because they they are all privileged and they want something to make them seem not. Wow. They're like pursuing it. Got it. So that's why I'm like, hey, <laughs> if, if you have ADHD. There's no, there's no clout in ADD. Well, though. there's not. Like, there isn't. Dude, since the 90s. When I was when I was a kid growing up, they gave Ritalin out like fucking Tic Tacs. It was crazy. And there's there's been you know my family lives in Sacramento. Sometimes when I turn the TV on, there's straight up class action lawsuits like from like Habis Amendola and Associates. Like, were you given Ritalin in the 1990s? Call Habis Amendola and Associates for a class action lawsuit. Crazy. They were giving it out like crazy. So it's not a there's no clout or cred with ADHD. This I is, think in this era, I. Still disagree with. Okay. I still think like if a white girl goes like, no, I have ADHD, so I need it. Uh-huh. Like if it's I have blanks, it's, so therefore I need different it's treatment. It's low on the totem pole. It's like I the agree. UC, it's, it's the UC on. Riverside of like. Look, of like, it's not. It's not. Yeah. 
Aspergers, which right. is the USC. Right, right. Um, right. If, if we're doing what's the Ivy? What's the Ivy League? Uh, what's like the Stanford? Like, what's the gold standard of like? Clear the entire test room. They get their own proctor. Like it's over. You're well, not, then you're into race. Gotcha. Then you're into racial gotcha. groups. Okay, and gotcha. God for let's not get into that. Yeah, I'm okay. not doing this. <laughs> um, or vi act victims of uh. Victims of uh, we don't need to work this out on a podcast. We don't, we don't need to work this out on a podcast. But no, 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 no. I want. <laughs> I'm gonna. This is gonna go viral. Okay. So, um, but what do you? Don't right, be self diagnosed Don't self diagnose Which I think I probably shouldn't. You're right. I should go. But what I what I will go say on is, the guy's podcast and let and him find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I have to like see my friends and get help. I have. To By the way, this content. this is the best way to meet people, yeah. or the best way to spend time. We'll never spend. We actually do like once a year have yeah. a one hour talk, yes. but. Um, oh, we'll have long phone calls. Which yeah, is like hour and a half. I once cherish a year. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you pulled over last time we did it. Yeah, like your whole family was in the car. It was weird. <laughs> uh, well, then that's a good point, though. My mind will race to like nine different things. I I constantly feel like I have fourteen tabs open in my head, and um, you'll understand this. Um, but let's try to contextualize. Being autistic, it I'll understand it. Go no, because uh, you've used crypto. I have. Scripto is the program at the Daily Show and John Oliver. Many late night shows type, use. Yeah, you type the, that's what you type. It's the formatting. It's thing. the Microsoft like Word of yeah. um, writing. TV, it's, like, yeah. it's like Final Draft or yeah. whatever, but for t uh, late night TV. So I'll call it the Scripto test. I have writer friends that I know where they'll go into Scripto and you'll wa I'll watch them. It's like seeing Neo in the Matrix. Welcome to the Daily Show. I'm Hasan Minhaj. And they can just, we'll be right back. They won't have to open up Spotify. There won't be like a Wikipedia. Like they won't have 17 tabs open. Their brain won't take them right. to some other island eight minutes later. Yeah. They're able to just lock in and just like dive into the deep well of focus. I cannot do that. And what will inevitably end up happening is like 10 minutes before we have to push the script, basically turn it in. I'll be like, oh, fuck. And I'll just kind of scramble. Yeah. It'll take me a lot longer. And this has happened since I was a kid. It would take me a long time to do very simple tasks sometimes. Yeah. That I'm capable of doing. And, and I'm envious of people with deep levels of Well, focus. but you also have procrastination on here. Yes. Which is there may be the same thing. I, like, when I'm writing something, yeah. there are times when I'll go like, well, I should play music. It's good. Yeah. And then I'll think about it and I'm like, it's not, you need to be by yourself and it needs to be quiet if you really want to do this right do you have deep focus i feel like because no, you're a dude, little bit older i, have I really so do feel many like fuck i have freedom on this yeah i have to grayscale it right like i can't i don't have discipline i uh, don't have it like i can force myself to have it uh-huh like i'll smile on stage if i shock myself right like i can force myself to do it but i don't naturally so you having two hours to come up with a great take versus 10 minutes will have the same net effect because of that because of your lack of focus well no now i would say i'm better at putting myself in position to work hard got it but i my body doesn't want to do it right. my body my spirit isn't like it's like well oh, let's fucking we should check out, like, I have to take Instagram off. Like, I have to block shit. I yeah. used to have a blocker on my TV 
and my computer like i don't have good habits you can't trust yourself yeah that's surprising to me that you have it because, people say that all the time They're right like, it's right it's so, look it's racist yeah you're so effective you're look, so yeah. intelligent right yeah it's right you got you got far in your career how could you possibly have it yeah. yeah so it is surprising but i also get it because there's a a lot of procrastination has to do with ego yeah and like you don't want to fail. Are we on yet. the procrastination? No, it's all the, the same thing. It's ADD. Okay. It's ADHD and procrastination. So which is, I, I didn't even I texted him this, but Brian Simpson had this great take on Brian Simpson's a great comedian, amazing comedian, very funny. He goes, I've never heard this. I'm, I cannot believe I have not heard this take. You procrastinate because you're avoiding real consequences. Mm-hmm. So if I turn in that act one, at you the can Daily find show, out it sucks. I'm going to find out real quick that my chat's not going forward in yeah. the show. And that feeling that I know, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid it yep. as much as I possibly can. Until the fear, it's like fear overtakes. The yeah. fear of not of being late or missing the deadline finally overtakes yeah. the fear of being Yeah, free. it's like I wake up out of this drunken stupor like Denzel Washington yeah. in that movie and I'm like, fucking land the plane. What are you doing? You have 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Are you insane? Ab absolutely. Yeah. You're going to sleep at the wheel the whole time? Yeah. Yes. If I could crack this, my life would probably be, I'm not kidding, 25% better. Get free. I mean, Kayla, my assistant is here. There are ways. The biggest thing, I am notoriously late to everything. So am I. To fucking everything. You know why part, it may be. Procrastination. I don't want to be the first one there. I don't want to, I don't want to give you the power. Oh, wow. By, by, if I'm waiting for you, it's a form of you not texting me back. Like, I, that's what I believe. Gotcha. You just have to put yourself in a position to like take Instagram off your phone. You you quit right. Twitter. Or like this morning with the gym. This happens all the time in my wife. One of the cool things about having like a partner in that way. They know you so intimately well. They know the sub moves of sabotage that are happening in your head. When I'm back from tour or I'm back from the road, what I'll do is I'll take my kids to school. That's my way of being right. like, I, it'll it forces me to have these really beautiful morning yeah. moments with them the day just hurdles away. So I got to exercise before that. And she was noticing me in the bedroom this morning, getting up like to go exercise. I, I was like, she's like, what, what is taking you so long? Why are you making so much noise? And I'm like, oh, I got to put my shit on. And she's like, it should not take you 30 minutes to put on your gym clothes. And as I was just avoiding it, I didn't yeah. want to do it. And she's yeah. like, you're just avoiding yeah. just the feeling of like, fuck, it's cold. You get in the car, you got to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like cold, I'll give you. But I'm Which is with the it. feeling of it's you're on the treadmill avoiding, and you're like, I'm yeah, not it's fast. Just, let me avoid, let me yeah. see how long I can go. I This is an unknown. This is a bird in the hand. Yeah. This What I'm doing right now, sitting in bed or on my phone But that feeling of consequences yes. of like, you're not as strong as you used to be. You're not as fast as you used yeah. to be. This is really hard. I just don't like this feeling. Yes. Um, and it's fucking hard, but it's, yeah, you got to do New material is the same thing too. You like procrastinate. You push that off of like, I just don't, ah, I just don't want to feel this. That's the thing where you have to give yourself. That's why I do a new material show. The yeah. one that you did 10 years ago, I yeah. still do. Amazing. Can't I have to do it. Right. And I trick myself into thinking like, no, they were there last week. They weren't there. <laughs> so I have to write new material. <laughs> uh -huh. Or like I used to do a thing with Dove David up where we would have to write or we'd have to give each other a hundred bucks. Whoa. Like that's just fucking great. Incentivize that's amazing. yourself. Make it like penalize yourself. Yeah for being sloppy or the thing you want to be just make it inconvenient for you or or painful actually painful 
if you don't do it. Yeah. That's the the best advice. Like, the be- yeah, and the best I've, workaround I found with that of writing the new show is just put the dates on the books, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yep. your push. I got to show up. Yep, the, the show has to go up. Yeah, this is a good one. Fear of loved ones dying. Yeah. Why? I'm kidding. <laughs> Larry King. Um, Why? <laughs> Have you seen that Larry King with DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled has this like yeah, long just, monologue, I, and then he goes, "How'd you get I'm eating good." What did he say? What's what does DJ Khaled say? Yeah, this just long, good eating or whatever. Uh-huh. It's the best because yeah. it's like wind up. Yeah, um, it was this long monologue. Yeah. and then he goes, "How'd you gain the weight?" How'd you- <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. What's with this it. people dying? What's with you and the? Well, that must be as a parent. Yeah, unlike anything, watching my parents get older is very weird. It's very tough, you know, watching them. Um, I had a, I said this to Keenan. I don't know which one I'm going to air first, but I, I had the thought two days ago. You don't really remember the first 10 years of your life. And the last 10 years are a shit show. So really? Probably. With health and all that yeah, stuff. Just yeah, just like, so think about how old you are. Yeah. Think about how long you're going to live and then subtract 10. It's like Dion's thing about like, 21 summers left or whatever right how old are you yeah you got 20 summers left it's which apparently it's, amazing, it's an andre yeah. harrell thing yeah under harrell you say to chris chris says whatever uh-huh. how old are your parents my dad is 72 my mom is 64 my mom 89 whoa yeah so like i was at a wedding have you the other said day. all the things that you needed to say to her all the all the like and where were you uh-huh but uh, the, good, the good the bad and all of it and it's you guys have yeah i think so i mean what's weird is i did with my dad but Mm -hmm. and like even though we Mm -hmm. whatever but yeah so i saw my mom the other day and i'm literally like leaving and it's like ah should i just move in you know what i mean like how do you deal with it right because there's my there's like my life and her life i don't know right like, uh-huh. by the way, your parents are going to your parents are going to be around for a while. I hope so. Yeah. It's just every time I go back, there's more pill. Pill containers on the nightstand. And. It, 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 it's this weird feeling of like uh, they're on that Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> they're on that Addy. <laughs> it's this weird thing. I'm like, I have to take care of them. And it's. It's just a lot. Yeah. It's weird seeing them forget stuff and need to be taken care of and reminded. And we're at that weird thing where they haven't relinquished it yet. Where I'm like, no, no, no. You need to listen to me now. Like I'm in charge. Oh, dude. I was talking to somebody the other day. It's yeah. like, it really is that thing of a friend of mine, his mom's late seventies. And he's like, it's, and she's got early onset. Or she's got early dementia. Yeah. And he said, it's, she's like a 13-year-old girl yeah. where we'll go out. And she'll be like, I don't like this food. Like, yell, I don't like, right. like, it. like, she picked the right, just, and it really is this thing of, it's a joke I never wrote of, like, seven-year-old stories and 77-year-old stories are the same. It's just like, uh, I went, I went Sheila Riley fell. Yeah, yeah Sheila <laughs> 
We were in the park uh-huh. and Sheila Riley. It's like uh-huh. identical. Uh-huh. And it really is like, and you're you like, went what'd you up for lunch. It's like, yeah. real cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like soup. The same. Yeah. We had soup. <laughs> um, uh-huh. It really is this thing. And it's a, why people would rather talk about trans issues. Right. Cause this talking about mortality. Yeah. What else you got? Let's talk anything, anything. else. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's parts of it where I've talked about this with my sister is are all the other affairs in order where they're, where's their paperwork on stuff? Like, I don't even know. Trust. Just all of that. Have you basic, talked to Ronnie about it? Ronnie told me like, go have your mom and dad write it down on paper. Yeah. Like he, he kind of lucked out. In yeah. the way. And he told me he had to like, he, he just he found it go. on the table. Yes. It was out of a movie. Like there yes. would be, yes. He opens a manila folder yes. and he's like, dad's password. Yeah. What does this mean? You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? And then like you cue yeah. music. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, that bridges you to act three. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His email was open. Yeah. You know? All right. I'll try. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, and what do you. Opened. Yeah. Do the, you have a sister? I have a younger sister. The good news for you is usually the sister handles it. Yes. She is my interpreter of what is going on. And I have to ask her. So I'll be like, what does this mean? And should I be worried? She provides subtext for everything. Hey, found the this pill bottle on dad's thing. This is new. What does this mean? Should I be worried? Yeah. You know, like that sort of stuff. And selfishly, there's there's these moments that I realize I'm like, so who do I call now for their wisdom and advice? And sometimes I'll I'll try talking to my parents about the stuff that I'm dealing with. And they're just like, I I can't really. What kind of stuff? Career stuff, right, right, life right. stuff. Yeah. Hey, I'm at a crossroads. Right. Should I turn right or left? And yeah. they're just like. They really got, I, I really, really, like, they, kind of the tools they gave me was everything up until probably anywhere between 25 to 30. Like, just the real kind of fundamentals of, so you change a tire, this is what this means, yeah. this is what that means. But, like, now at this point, like, no. Like, I have to do, do you it think on my own, a, and that's kind of scary. Do you think it's immigrant training? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think it's partially, like, I think it's immigrant all training. you need to do is know how to make a living and did it, like, yeah. the, the, like, the humility and the, and not thinking, long, like, there's almost Im- like there- immigrants are too humble to think about, like, creating a, 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 a cushion for themselves oh, to fall or something. Oh, dude, it's so funny that you're, I was going to text you this. Let's just do it right now. You know how there's always these news articles where they're like, late night is great. But is it changing anything? Mm-hmm. That movie was great. Did it cause any change? Right. It swept Honey Six Oscars. But yes, but yes. Prison reform. Yeah. And there's part of me that's like, only white bloggers would be egotistical enough to think that their song or TV show could change federal minimum wage. Like, yeah. to think that your thread or your medium article would lead the revolution is such a I'm number one on the call sheet yeah. in a planet with eight billion people. Yep. Whereas the immigrant thing is, is hey, if you're a good son, a good husband, and a good brother, it's just, you are so profoundly good in God's eyes and in the world. Just worry about that. If you could do that, like right. with my dad, where he's like, did you pray today? Right. Like, did you even do the one of the most basic tenets yeah. of Islam? You didn't? Please shut the fuck up about your act one monologue. Did you? I didn't. 
do you ever procrastinate on praying because it's a lot it's a lot um and is there there's not a lot of wiggle room right depending on the islamic school of thought but i i will sometimes and i'll feel bad about it no i will have the time i can't I, cram it can't i know like five in a row <laughs> some people do but i know i'm supposed to like for example at the sunset prayer i'm home i'm like i'm at home we just had dinner or something like that and i'm supposed to and i don't and i feel bad about it or the, the last prayer the night prayer before you go to bed yeah and i know it would be profoundly beneficial to me like yeah. it would feel good just on some ancient yeah I, there this is lindy in nature of like there is something about just reflecting on your day and humbling yourself before something yeah. before you lay your head down to rest i don't care what it is and i won't and i in those times where i'm like why are you doing this you're kind of full of shit why are you doing why are you delaying this or well not yeah doing it's it. like who's winning who's winning yeah, yeah. uh yeah. what do you, do you think your but parents, it's no different than the sometimes when i don't brush i know my teeth i'm with you that's I'm what like, i thought. what do you what do you i actually i how you often know do you not you would brush your teeth dude there'll be some nights where i'll like finish like couple weeks ago i finished last of us two weeks ago uh -huh. i just just video ran game? through or not the, 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 the series so i ran through episode seven eight and nine i had three hours in like 20 minutes to dedicate to that did not brush my teeth how old are you 37 years old great and <laughs> you see what i'm saying how often it's so how often do you not stupid. brush your teeth it'll happen five to seven days out of the month fuck it is comically bad well, it's a real testament to your teeth because you uh -huh. got good teeth. Yeah. And I hope you... Can you explain to me why I would make such capital I idiotic decisions? Well, it's also like fucking gross. Yeah. And it's like what an eight-year-old would do. Bingo. <laughs> look, no judgment. <laughs> uh, the thing that you felt with me where you're like, this is so stupid. I'm not even going to, you just, what you just did, you're like, and moving on. That is, I don't so even, I can't, it's, is what I feel with you got, you being an atheist or like not believing. I'm not God. an atheist. But you're anymore. not, now you believe right. in God. But while you were an atheist, I'm like, just, just submit, please. Right. Like, like, my not brushing my you, teeth. You, you chose not, to not believe in God and you replaced it with Oprah, ayahuasca. Oprah had, you bite your tongue. Oprah had nothing to do with uh, it. Jordan Peterson. There was no, please, go fuck yourself. And, and, and like it Ezra was, Klein podcasts. Or it was Sam Harris meditation I didn't, podcasts. There was no indication uh -huh. that God I'm, I'm existed. I'm, I don't, I'm not trying no, to. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was, I got no indication that God existed. You've never met a, you, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody go, oh, okay. Like literally I was like, I'm not an atheist. Anymore. I just needed some sign. Your life and is I was so magical, given Neil. none. Pre you seeing like the chupacabra during uh -huh. your ayahuasca thing there are photos that you'll put, upload on instagram i can't I, again i cannot explain this to you but it'll be like you with a bandana in 1993 with like mm -hmm. a vest on mm -hmm. and i'll look at you now and i'm like the fact that this is the same person and you went through i was like you're a living miracle everything that this is unbelievable <laughs> which part <laughs> which part just that you've like the series of events that have transpired in your life in the way the cookie crumbled is a miracle. It's it's a beautiful I, I, thing. I happen and, to agree with and you. And I cannot, and I cannot, again, this is a feeling thing. I, I don't yeah. want to argue with people in the comments. It's a feeling thing. I'm just like, this does not feel random. It feels magical, divine, destined, gismuth, whatever you want to call it. It just feels like that. I, one time and on I ayahuasca, see it all the time. again, I don't like to talk about ayahuasca. I had the thought, 
just complaining. Yeah. It, just whatever. Yeah. Just the the monologue. Yeah. And I had the thought, if you think you can beat this life, spin the wheel. And what do you think the odds of you ending up one out of eight billion people? Uh-huh. Spin the wheel, buddy. See what see where it lands. Uh-huh. Like what are the fucking odds that yeah. you will have a better oh that's day to day experience that's powerful oh that's great. talent yeah, yeah, yeah. looks yeah relationships yeah uh, emo- like just uh, mind yeah like what are the odds I beat this and then to say nothing that you like, end up at this career, moment in time. Yeah, yeah like what are the odds it's yeah. it I would I'd be like get that wheel out of here. Because uh-huh. that's the thing. People say uh, comparisons is deep of joy. Not if you compare down. Right. right. <laughs> People don't, just don't compare down uh-huh. enough. Uh-huh. So the odds of... I spin it and I end up in like a Guantanamo black site. And you're just like, yep. No, you'd be Ronnie, of course. <laughs> right. Um, the... the uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but yes. Yeah. For real. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you could end up at a black site. I could end up with a physical high likely there's a higher likelihood that if i spun that wheel yeah i'd end up physically in a wheelchair than i would a better comedian yeah. at the kennedy center like yeah what are you talking about? yes what are the odds yeah what yes thank you for so then when point. you hit that do you hit that do you then land in the next moment with profound gratitude of like I cannot believe when I tell you I get I've to live started to appreciate again. life like actual appreciating life in the last 10 days i i swear i know it sounds like i made it up i had the thought it's similar Uh to the spinning the wheel Uh where i had the thought think about all the people that have lived i looked it up because i was like how many humans have lived on earth yeah and i think it was like i want to say 80 billion people right and how many people are gonna live on earth at this point it's, it I mean, might not insane. be it might not be a lot right, more right, right, it's right. gonna be yeah, you know like 200 million more people. yeah exactly <laughs> 200 billion more people uh-huh. i'm alive right now yeah and it's really is like thanks for the opportunity to just be alive yeah i've never and it's a really good thing to remember i can't always remember it a lot of times it's like should i call keenan and rah, rah, rah. yeah but like I always say to Jimmy Carr, it's like, we have ringside seats. But sometimes we're the fighter. Yeah. When I'm not fighting, I am ringside seat. Sometimes I'm the trainer. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's insane. To the greatest show on Yes, Earth. Yeah. it's insane. All right, here's a couple, two things more I want to ask you. Yeah. How have you improved in life? Mm. And how did you do it? Can you give me an example of something you've done? Setting up a show where I have to do new jokes. Just as an example. Yeah. Or... Never, it's another thing that's related to the spin in the wheel. I'm like a Karen for my emotional state. I was in an emotional uh, state and I was like, no, th- I don't like this. This is not supposed to be the, my emotional state. Take antidepressants. Ah, no. Go to therapy. Ah, no. EMDR. Shock my brain. Go to China, shock my brain. No, I think I can. Yeah. I, Remaining kind of curious. And, yeah. But- but open, being an active architect. Yes. Of, open to it yeah. and also going like, ah, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Then doing ayahuasca, then doing DMT. And now being in a place where I'm like, eh, it's pretty close. This is pretty close. Like if I'm if I can if I can kind of just switch a remember to be grateful for life. Right. I never was grateful for life. 
Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> never. <laughs> so I that's a way that I improve through effort. Yeah. One of the things that I'm glad that I've been able to do is take care of people that I love, but not I'm not talking about immediate family. I'm talking also about people that took care of me along the way and to be a facilitator in their lives. Even is that something that you made an effort to do? Yes. So much of like the climb up is such a zero sum game. But to just be like, this isn't even on a survivalist thing. Please take all the upside and I don't want any of it. I don't I don't even need a thanks in return. Just please. Like And just, that was a thing that you found yourself experiencing or something like that that feels like a state of grace or something like yeah to be able to do it to be to have some generosity of spirit i don't have that many regrets thank god but there were some moments where there were really good moments in my career and i didn't i did not take the time to enjoy them Uh i thought they were fleeting i thought they would end and they did yeah they did like my fear came true but the reality the reality is it doesn't matter you were able to extract me, Hassan was able to extract all the value from that, monetarily, career-wise, all of those things. And you didn't even enjoy it. And I'm like, I, I cannot continue to punish myself this way. And it's at a detriment to everybody else. At the point of having enough is then to hopefully share in it. And like those moments of, this is going to sound so corny, community joy laughter this yeah. sounds so trite and corny but like some of the face. best some of the best moments that i've had recently are just kicking it and hanging out with friends that and that was the thing you didn't do did not do a lot realized it yeah and then have made a concerted effort to yes. do it yeah great yeah uh, and i'm glad i've done it and i hope I yeah have, of course and i hope i do more of it of and course there's people that i've noticed that have gotten to that point i'm sure you've been like you've been at parties or you've been at things and you you're like Oh, they really are enjoying this. They are not auditioning for anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish it's on the dance floor at any it, party. Right. No, it's rare. Tiff is love. And I love that about her. Yeah. She is not there for anything she's else. She's not but trying to, to be cool. No. She's on the roller coaster. Yeah. Hands up. Like, Absolutely. put your hands up on yes. the roller coaster. We are Every on the picture coaster. of Tiffany is the Six Flags still front. <laughs> that thing it's every picture. leslie's the same way too and totally i cannot agree. wait i want to actively be a part of like doing that's stuff a good that thing to work. notice and a good thing uh and i'm like what a beautiful quality to have that fucking tell me about it like a thing that i'm the opposite of and in a weird way have gotten closer to by just the all the stuff i've done yeah by like and i'm not I don't, I'm not at the party because I'm afraid I'm going to get rejected. Uh-huh. But if I did go to the party, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Like, that's a great thing to pursue. And I've yelled, I yelled at Santino on here about that, uh-huh. where Santino doesn't enjoy any. I was like, dummy, we get four or five specials in our whole life. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Uh-huh. You had one thing, though, that I was great, that I actually tried to remember, and I thought it was beautiful. It was in a, correct me if I'm wrong. New York Times article where you actually talked about because of the speed of media literacy and media engagement now, posterity doesn't kind of exist anymore. It's over. As much as I want to like go back and watch old Mel Brooks uh, or even Carlin specials, yeah. like, I, I just don't have time. Like I can't, I'm reading, um, is it, am I saying this right? Sydney Lumet's 
Yeah. Sidney Lumet's book, Making Movies, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going into pre-production yep. on a movie. And he's listing, he's, this guy has a fucking catalog. Yeah. I didn't, I, I know this sounds so stupid. I didn't know he had a catalog like that. Of yeah. Like movies that they've now remade, Murder yeah. on the Orient Express. I'm yeah. like, wait, the one in a few years. No, he made the original yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And there's part of me that's like, oh, I'll never see that. I'm never going to have time to see I, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? When I said and that he's thing pontificating about... about it. And so there was a part of me that's like, what does any of my work mean in comparison to Sydney's? So then I, but then I realized I read your article. Um, but what's kind of beautiful about that, that means if there's no posterity, then the most meaningful thing kind of is your next piece of work or what you're doing right and now. And the experience. And the experience. The, the ex- ride. You, the experience of it. Like That was really it, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's the point. Yeah. It's like that thing when people say on reality shows, like, I didn't come here to make friends. I actually came here to make friends. <laughs> uh-huh. Even like old Neil came here to make friends. Like right. the guy in the vest <laughs> was the here to make friends. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, that's yeah. why I get upset sometimes yeah. when I'm like, I'm here for connection. I'm yeah. not here. Like I, people. Yeah. Final question. Yeah. The Hassan movie. Yeah. Who, what's the character arc and who plays you? <laughs> this is the final question on every podcast. Yeah, I forget to ask it sometimes. Oh, really? It's probably one of those like kind of like high school or college coming of age. It's just homecoming. Thing? Yeah, it's <laughs> no, but there it would it would um have you seen the movie Edge of Seventeen where there's like Woody Harrelson's the teacher to the young girl? Oh, I never saw it. Yeah, but basically he's. But the there was one. like a lot of sexuality in that, right? A little bit, but little... It, it but it was a very good movie. It was good. It was really good. I but... have an alert for anything seventeen sexuality. Oh, really? So it's great. Gotcha. Okay. But like Woody Harrelson kind of like said, I should smack cut, some sense. I should cut myself saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what's the, what is it? What, um, who are you? I, I'd probably be the, the kind of uh, Indian Holden Caulfield type character of like in his head and, you know, too sensitive. Well, you're, you know what I think you sell yourself short on is your neuroses. Maybe I'm less neurotic, but I do feel things deeply. I'm a, No, no, I, but I, you're I, also like, there's a not you're not angry like Holden Caulfield, but like you don't think everyone's a phony and all the stuff he did. I'm, no, I'm a, no, no, yeah. But the part in in King's Jester where you're, I didn't realize how hung up on like fame and going viral you were. Oh yeah, like I didn't, and that's a cool. I found it interesting because I know you, right? And it never occurred to me that you were like geeking out, yeah, on it, yeah. Like there's a party, like the. It's not even the dark side of you. It's like the sort of small side of you. Yeah. There to me, there's more there than totally you acknowledge or uh, address totally in your comedy. Yeah. Sure. I which know. I which I should which I like because yeah. I'm just saying like it's it is interesting. fascinating and interesting yeah it's just like you and... said to me one time I'm as interesting as I am funny and I would argue like that's there's a lot there in terms of like it's like the model citizen or the model minority thing right like that would be a good title for you uh-huh. because of the hair model minority. uh but the model uh-huh. minority thing yeah. of like who you are supposed to be yes like the 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 indian values mm-hmm. versus like the american like sure you're fucking american sure and then also like ancient Islamic values about who yes. you should be as a yes. human being. 
Yeah, totally. Yes. And but, those conflicting and being yeah. aware of those things. And yeah. like, and totally. you're like, and it doesn't, the right, the good guy doesn't always win. Totally. By the good guy, I mean Muhammad. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? But he does win. <laughs> well. That's the thing. <laughs> a few more trips. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying. No, for, but we will find out. There will be a in, day of judgment. And that's in, why Islam is for you. In your Because day. you love winning. Uh, and there is a. Day, a guy named Dave Chappelle used to try to get me to become uh -huh. a Muslim by going. You know. It's they the thinking man's religion. The thinking man's religion. I'd be like, well, I'm a thinking man. Where do I sign? Uh-huh. Um, but there's more. The conflict in you is more interesting. Totally. Very much so. And it's something that in the movie I would explore that and the degree to which i care and should you care and all those three things fighting against each other yeah yeah that to me is like a thing that you haven't just scraped ba just like scraped. barely barely let's scrape it yeah set give me a thousand dollars cash and i'll give it back to you when you scrape it okay thanks man this did you enjoy this this was a blast okay, this is actually very all right, yeah great all right good all right thank yeah guys <laughs>